0: Hello everyone, thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always. And today we are joined for our second interview with Jamina Cortez. And Jamina was here last time to talk about how she provides an average ROI of 300% or more for her clients. Her work has been featured on entrepreneur.com, forbes.com, and today she's here to share with us some of her best kept tips and secrets for building online courses the easy way, ready to sell in minutes, with three simple steps. All of us in our businesses can make use of a new customer onboarding experience, a free sample course or educational course to help warm up prospects. The applications are many for how we can use an online course to grow our businesses. And today, Jamina is here to help us with that. So, Jamina, thank you so much for your time today. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How
0: are you, Daryl? I am good. We were just talking a little bit beforehand about kind of doing market research and finding groups of people that have a certain pain point and that pain often equals payment. I
1: love
0: that. Right? Well, it's true. I mean, if you think about it, I've always said that. That's part of why I even did this podcast. I want to help entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs, a real business, if you notice when there's a recession, real business solves a pain point for someone. Your teeth hurt. The dentist fixes them. You go away happy. You want to go out, you know, can't get to work or you can't go away on weekends because your car is busted. The mechanic fixes it. Like businesses really help reduce suffering. There's sure there's a lot of people out there, snake oil salesmen, you know, but there's always a couple bad apples in a bunch. Generally yeah. speaking, we are here to eliminate suffering in the world. And, that's like Zig Ziglar said, you can have anything you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And so, you know, we're just here to serve. So what what kind of was your inspiration to get into martial arts or what do you love, or martial arts, into membership sites? What do you love about memberships and helping membership site owners the most?
1: I was like, when did I do martial arts? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, well, you know, uh, the way, so last time I was on your podcast, I, I, I talked about LinkedIn and how we generate leads, but really what sparked that whole part of my business, which is very profitable, you know, we charge our clients $3,000 a month to do what we do. That all got started from, you know, I was getting my clients a certain way. I was using LinkedIn to do it. I was providing SEO services. So I started teaching other people how to do what I was doing and I was charging for it. Um, So I created an an online course. what inspired me to be where i am today where we've built a platform that makes it easy to create a course and has all the bells and whistles so you have you know just amazing features that would otherwise cost you thousands of dollars is i went through that pain you know i mm-hmm. i decided i was going to create a course on linkedin marketing back in 2014 and I don't know what the heck I was doing because I I was doing SEO for clients, but I knew that I could help a lot of people—not just in SEO, but like in in other industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, use my process to get clients, and I could get paid well for it, and it could be a great lead in to get people to hire me for other things after they go through my training and they see that I know my stuff. So it just has so many benefits. But uh, one of the some of the biggest challenges I ran into was how to even build the freaking thing. I mean, I spent thousands of dollars
0: uh-huh. to build
1: a yeah. very basic membership site i uh-huh. mean this thing basic no bells and whistles and then every time i needed to make a change i needed to hire a guy and if the guy that i had i had to go find another guy because i didn't know how to, how to use wordpress that well and i didn't have the ability to like gamify my course or cross promote my other services it was a basic basic thing uh-huh. and it was a lot of
0: time, a lot of money and a lot of frustration and confusion. Yep. Yep. Been there, done, done that, paid the bills. <laughs> and then when you get the new guy, you have to pay for the time for him to learn what the old guy did or the, you know, and the <laughs> mistakes. And like, so it's like, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, um, it's a, it, it more complicated than it should be sometimes. So,
1: it is, and so, you know, it's a hassle. And so even, even with all the hassles and all the, you know, Trial and tribulation Saying, you know, I've I've done you know six figures in my course, which is cool. You know, like it, it works. It's gotten me clients that I've invested into my other like higher ticket things. Um, so I mean, it works. But I just wish that the the path to to making it happen wasn't as painful. I mean, I think I have a, a few bald spots in my hair now from it. I got fake hair now to cover it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, um, so uh, that sounds, so the first obstacle was, was it the first obstacle that you had the tech of getting it done or was it setting up the marketing for it? And when you think back, what was kind of the big sticking point the in the beginning? Was
1: the, the first was the tech because I, I, I had my videos, I had my content done. I just you know, needed to like, you know, set up all the stuff. To you know, mm-hmm. make sure it was protected and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was tech, and then the second part. I mean, the, the marketing was was a whole th- another thing in and of itself. I remember um, I had lined up my first webinar with an affiliate. I was mm. so excited. You know, this guy could get a, a ton, like a ton of heat, and he knew I wasn't experienced. And he was like, he, he was kind of doing it because, like, you know, we were friends. But I was just so excited, I was, like, oh my god, we have to crush this webinar for this guy because he was a big deal. Um, And so we hired this guy to help us put together the webinar and paid him $5,000 to help us. And it was like pulling teeth to get him to deliver the goods. The guy literally, I kid you not, Daryl, delivered the, the completed webinar to me five minutes before I was supposed to go live on this affiliate webinar to promote the course. What? I was like, I didn't know what the next slide was. I mean, I just, I just winged it. <sighs> Thankfully we still got sales and like the guy was happy, but it was horrible. Like it was just, and some of the slides, I just, I didn't even like, I just like skipped through it real fast.
0: You right. You're like moving along. Oops. Oops. Sorry about that. This is my cat. Yeah. I don't know how it got in here. Anyways, moving along.
1: And the emails that he wrote for us just were not that good. The affiliate affiliate ended up like rewriting his own, doing his own thing, but it was was just bad. So, I mean, from the tech to to the marketing on how to sell it, you know, to the pages that you need to have, the order of the pages, the emails, you know, how you invite them, how you indoctrinate them, and then how you send out a replay sequence and what are all the things that you can do to enhance your conversions— all that all those things we I didn't figure out for a, at least another couple of years after that.
0: But mm, 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 mm. so
1: it, it took time and it was that, that was painful.
0: <laughs> so let's kind of talk about the beginning of this. Like, why would someone even pay for a membership site course? Like, cause I know there's people so there's people that already have a membership site and yep. you know, full full disclosure, right? She's got a soft a platform, it's called Everlesson. You know, you can go check it out at everlesson.com. But just to talk about the nuts and bolts of like this and applying it, there's kind of two groups of people listening. There's people that either have a member, well, maybe three, people that have a membership site, and they're really just interested in it, if it's worth. it would be worth transferring things over or they want to learn some tips on how to make what they're already doing better. So we're going to talk about some stuff about that. The second group of people are people that either try to get a course up and running and it flopped and failed or, you know, it's just kind of blah, like, you know, it's not, not really going anywhere, and then the third group of people that maybe are curious about the idea, but they wouldn't even know why would someone pay them for a membership program. Maybe they don't know why someone would pay if there's free podcasts and blogs and stuff like that. So can we maybe address that first? Like, how do you know when you have something that people would pay for as a course? Do you have any tips or advice for that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all a matter... Sorry about this. Um, It's all a matter of uh, just doing some good old online research. I mean, if you find... That there are Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, YouTube channels around your topic, people are interested, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are, if you go on Google and you start typing a, a question around what you would what you would be selling, and you see there's traffic for that, you look at the Google Keyword Tool and you see that people are this is something that people want to know about. There's traffic, there's a market for it. Um, people want to learn how to do all kinds of stuff. They want to learn how to play guitar, how to train their dog, how to lose weight, um, how to sleep better at night. They want to learn how to have better skin. I mean, they Mm. want to learn all kinds of things. Mm. Mm. And if you have a a secret sauce or some some great way that's simple to do or or just that works about how to get them the end result that they're looking for, they will pay for it if you position it right.
0: Right, right. And the other thing, too, is people will pay for saving time for clarity because there's all that free information out there but you know i'm busy i've got kids i've got a career i've got a life or a hobby you know like my day is full i'm not trying to sit sift sort screen and organize all this free stuff out there into something that's a cohesive step-by-step essentially recipe right you know and
1: then stuff too, though, the other thing with that is some of the advice contradicts itself. So then you're like, well, which one is it?
0: Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. So some people will pay just to have a complete A to Z presentation on how to get from where they are now to where they want to go. And so for anyone that's listening, that has a course that could be it, you know, like there might be a YouTube channel that provides a ton of free advice on that. But you know, the people that you sell to may not know about that channel for one and two that channel might have like 40,000 videos and you know, and they've got to go through and sort them all out and figure things, you know, what's first and second and third, or if you can just put it together in a nice tight, neat little package, Right? It's so much better and it'll be so much easier. It's worth the money for them because of the time, heartache and that that they'll save, plus the confidence that they'll have that your course will actually produce the result.
1: Right, and then just a kind of a side note thing, like if, you, if you've written a book, for example, and you've got that content, you've got that blueprint already created with your content, creating an online course is just another form of packaging that increases the value of that knowledge. Because when you package it inside a membership and you add videos to it, now instead of being a twenty dollar purchase on a book, I can sell it for one ninety seven, two ninety seven, or four ninety seven, whatever it is. But it's just it's the same content; nothing's changed. It's just the packaging is different, and people are willing to pay more for that.
0: You know that's such an interesting point because that was something that I learned from uh, the late great Gary Halbert, and actually, ironically, oh, right. <laughs> right. And I, actually, we we have an interview with his son Bond on this interview. We actually have two interviews with him on this show. But he he had said he had done this event. And I remember before he, what was it? One of my mentors told me about this. But the one thing is that, I mean, say there's the Super Bowl. There's the people that are going to steal it and stream it online for free. There's the people that are going to go and they're going to group buy it. They're going to go to a restaurant and they're going to pay five bucks to get in and split the cost of pay per view. There's a guy that's going to get a, you know, or a girl uh, that's going to get a group of friends and they're going to split it and it'll be a little bit more expensive, but they'll be watching it in their own home, their own comfort of their own seats. You know, and then there's a person that's just going to pay to see it on their own. There's a person that's going to pay to go get seats in the nosebleed section. There's a person that's going to get, right? Like, there's all the, it's the same game, the same score, same player, same result. People will pay for different experiences for the same thing. And Gary Halbert, why I bring that up is he had done a conference, and I think it was a seminar that he had charged something like five grand for. And he described all the benefits that people will get when they know this stuff at the conference. And so the conference kind of starts, and he kicks off, and he's like, all right, so I want everyone. And he went through, and he taught all this stuff for like three days. And the last lesson of the conference was – who here brought the book that I told you all that I mailed you all and told you to read before the conference. He said, all right, let's open up the table of contents and the table of contents of the book was exactly what he had done in the seminar that he charged five, five grand for, but it was like a $20 book.
1: Wow. Yep. Makes sense.
0: People will pay more money for different experiences. The book is great, 20 bucks is a book, but you don't have a guru there that can show you examples, that can answer your questions, right? The other people you can discuss about the subject with. And that's kind of that point is like, people might be like, oh, what a ripoff. They could have got the same info for 20 bucks, but no, they couldn't have. There's all that added value. The the devil is in the details, right? The fleshed out details, yeah. all that stuff that they got from the live conference. But his point was, is that you can just, and and often it's almost like people I and, and forgive me, I don't, it's your interview. I don't I don't want to run away with it. I just remember when I had my martial arts school, when I first started teaching, I would always be worried about what am I going to teach tonight? And after I did it for a while, I realized I want like, it was not about what I was going to teach. I would show up prepared, but it was more about the students who showed up and what they learned because i might have a blueprint for how to build a 10 story lego building but if you're on level 3 my blueprints for level 5 and above don't matter to you so it's not showing up and being impressive yourself it's what do they need to get them to the next step and that's what made you know the book they couldn't get the answers the help the hand holding the collaboration that they got from the you know the 3 day and and, right exactly but it's for for the person that's putting it on they just have the book you know and that's yeah. So that's, I just want to flesh that out. So that's powerful. That's super yeah, powerful.
1: And also just the, uh, you, you mentioned the engagement, the engagement of, uh, of being at a live event. Um, you know, one of the things that we've built into Everlesson has been the ability to engage your customers in okay. a way that you kind of make taking action on your course, a bit of a game and they can earn badges or points or whatever. Mm. And then they're, they're on a leaderboard. So then people get a little bit competitive and we've got a member that's been doing this very successfully. I mean, he's been with us you know, since we started. I mean, the guy uses gamification in each one of his courses, and he's done 1.8 million in sales over 16 courses. But the reason why people keep rebuying when he comes out with the next $1,000 or $2,000 program is because they know they'll get results. And the reason they get results is because he made them do it. Because you can't get to the next video unless he approves your action. Mm. So he ha- and then he'll, he'll deny your action if it's not done right.
0: So. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. That's really powerful. Yeah. So, all right. We know that we people will pay if I show them a A to Z kind of blueprint on how to accomplish a certain result. You know, I could have books or something that maybe I've already done or created that I could repackage into a program or course. How do I sell it? How do I get people to buy this for it? Like, how do I market it? How do I get people to sign up?
1: There's there's so many ways to do it. Um, I, I say the most cost effective way, if you you know, if you're kind of low on funds, is to get an affiliate to help you promote it. I mean, that's what I did for my first webinar. Mm. Is we had this guy email his list. He got a bunch of people on the webinar and. You know, believe it or not, even even with the mess up, even with having the presentation five minutes prior to the freaking webinar, I still sold 30, 30, uh, courses off that call and we were charging two ninety seven. 97. Mm. So it's, it's terrible, you know?
0: Right. So how do you get an affiliate? Any
1: tips um, on that? The, the way that I've mainly gotten affiliates is um, really by meeting them at events. At marketing events is where I've developed relationships with people. Like I used to be on people's lists and I would know who they were because I was on their list. And then I would attend an event and they were at that event. And I would just talk to them and develop a friendship. And then once they know like can trust you, they're willing to give you a shot. Even if they know you're a total newbie and mm-hmm. you're probably not going to bring them any sales. I mean, he, you know, he totally took a chance on me um but you know that's one way to do it that's very effective if you can't go to an event um you know just buy one of their low like lower entry tickets, like items that they sell uh, you know praise them and then say hey you know, i've got this i think it'd be a really great fit for your list would you mind talking about it see if we could do a promotion and you're gonna get no's but you know there's gonna be the guy that says yes
0: mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. right so it's just it's almost like making sales but Um, So a couple of things uh, and a better way. So like you said, just reach out, be honest, be sincere, share what you're accomplishing and trying to do. Um, Another thing is maybe if you don't have, so depending, like you mentioned, if you're low on budget in the beginning, you might be able to do a JV with someone. Maybe you can't really pay them a lot. Maybe you're selling something that's low dollar value. And Jamina, by all means, correct me if I'm wrong in any way, shape or form, but maybe you're selling something and you got your course, but it's not a $300 course. It's not a thousand dollar course. It's a $37 course. It's a $97 dollar course and where you're at, you really can't share the revenue because you've got to buy equipment or whatever. you got to build this course out. So maybe you find an affiliate and you go, look, you know, I can't really share the revenue I'll make, but it's not going to be that much. Anyhow, I don't think what I really need from you is help to get my first group of people and get this thing going. But what I'll do for you maybe is I will promote your thing to my audience further down the road. Once I'm up and running and your thing is what you're already set up to do, you'll make more money because it's your day-to-day bread and butter, you know, and you can offer a reciprocal mailing look mail for me now, because often that's what people do in JVs is there'll be some sort of revenue split. Do you think that that would be something that would work as well?
1: Potentially. Um, I personally might not agree to that unless like somebody would say, because here's the thing I've had people tell me, Oh, I will do this for you. If you do this. then I'll do something and then they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would instead, if, if you can't pay the affiliate because you've got to build and everything and say, I'll, g- I'll give you this work for free. Like you'll do something for their business and you're going to not charge them. Mm-hmm. I think in that sense, then they would be more willing to not take a commission because they're getting it a different way from you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. So yeah, whatever you your thing is, you'll give it to them for free in exchange for doing a promotion that works. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sure. That, I mean, and also, and this is if you're low on budget, like you can't, you know, pay for advertising, but the other ways, I mean, there's so many ways that you can sell your course, you know, and it, and it just goes back to driving traffic mean, it's traffic and funnels. Ultimately, mm-hmm. um, that's how you're going to sell your course. You need to drive eyeballs to the webinar. You need to have the webinar to sell the course and then you need to sell the course at the end of the webinar. Now our system will actually build your entire webinar funnel and write your emails for you. You just got to worry about getting that traffic. So that traffic can come in the form of an affiliate, in the form of a Facebook ad, SEO, uh, you know, Google AdWords if you can do it, uh, content networks, you know, right. wherever you're getting your traffic. There's so many, there's so many ways to get traffic. It's ridiculous. And mm. that requires like a whole day of podcast right right
0: you can categorize all the ways to get traffic into three groups you can buy traffic you can borrow traffic or you can build it so buying traffic is the paid ads whether it's facebook or adwords or you're paying to have a someone put a social media post out and they've got half a million followers you're buying Mm -hmm. that traffic borrowing it like jamina's borrowing my traffic right now i've built a following you know and So we've got, you know, and this is when I have an expert, I, for you guys, my audience, I want to introduce people that I know, like, and trust that I've vetted that I've actually most, I'd say almost 90%, if not more than 90% of all my interviews have been with people that I know, or I either know, and I've met in person or I've done business with them. Um, So I've vetted them and myself personally, and I either put my own money on the line or like I said, I've seen their work and I know them and we've been in the same circles for long enough. And so that's where we've kind of got a deal where, Hey, I've got this audience and I want to help them and give them some content. And Jamin is like, well, you know, I'll come and share what I've got, but I want to be able to talk about Everlesson. And so that's a borrowed example and building it is like SEO or like a podcast following or a YouTube following where you build it slowly over time. And so that's kind of, and there's a lot, like you mentioned, there's so many different tactics, but at a higher level, they're really only those three types of ways to get traffic, buy it, borrow it, build it and borrowing I love like
1: classified that.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. Well borrowing it like you mentioned is the quickest and easiest and the cheapest up front because like you said, typically you're splitting sales with people on the back end. Or you're doing some sort of barter where I'll do this for your business. If you do something for me, what I want you to do for me is, you know, mail this out to your list, but I'll give you this, which is worth this much, you know, so that's a borrow. And so it's so fast. I mean, if you can contact someone, if you can think this is a Jamie uh, J Abraham thing, who has already put your market together, who already has the attention and has organized all of your ideal prospects into one location and has access to give them all a message you know contact that person i mean if oprah winfrey promoted your thing your you know your business would blow up right it would blow up so that's an, it's an easy way to go from zero to flying overnight but it's not a business because and this is a kind of a caveat because for a lot of people, they get stuck in like an affiliate loop where they have an affiliate promote it and they go feast and famine. Now they're delivering on it, but now they got no sales coming in. And that's where you want to be able to buy and and build traffic. So you don't have the, the borrowing is nice. The sales spikes, you know, you want to network, you want to engage, but building and being able to buy it is really where the power and the independence come from. So I just want to put that out there because I've had some clients come to me where they basically had million dollar businesses, but they were trapped. They were either trapped and at the mercy of affiliates, which tended to now were almost more like bosses and they were just fulfilling on the product or service because all the sales came from, you know, it's like an employer, right? Hey Joe, I've got these 20 carpets that need to be cleaned. Hey, you know, hey Sally, I've got you know, these 10 cars that need to be fixed, like, you know, like whatever that sort of thing is. So you just got to be careful. So I just want to put that caveat out there, but all right. So you drive traffic, you mentioned doing a webinar. Is it easy to do webinar? Is there a format to follow? Do you just hop on and Hey, what's my style? Like for anyone that's nervous about presenting, should they be nervous is, you know,
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, I was definitely nervous the first few times I did one. Now I've done so many. I I just look at it. Uh, what what calms my nerves now is I just look at it as I'm talking to, to to people. Like I look at it as I'm just talking to you, Daryl. Like that's it. Like I don't even know who's listening to this or whatever. It's the same thing on a webinar. I can't see anybody. There's no eyeballs looking back at you. Like you know, like in a real event. So you just I just talk like a person. Like we're having a conversation, and that tends to go. um You know, along a lot better because you seem a lot more authentic and you're more relaxed and more chill. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was trying to be so scripted and trying to have every like you know NLP tactic in my copy and trying (laughs) to copy it, like it just it didn't convert Mm because people were reading through the BS. They're like, okay, she's dead. She's selling me the whole time. And I had someone tell me, he was like, the minute you did your intro, I thought you were already selling me. Like, just stop and just relax. Pretend like you're, you know, at the club and you're
0: good. Uh, by the time you finish your intro, I already felt you were selling me, whoa, slow your roll, right? To be like, oh. Sorry. Right.
1: Yeah, it be so scripted, but you know, obviously there, there's a there's a you know, there's a process. You want to introduce yourself. You want to you you wanna discuss, you know, your strategy, how you, you know, what what the pain points are. And how you solve those pain points you don't really want to give away the how the how is what they're paying you for but you want to discuss the what Mm. on the webinar and then you just want to transition really nicely into the clothes you want to explain what they're going to get what results they are going to achieve and you're going to give the price throw out the link and off you go it sounds really simple it's you know it it took a long time to learn but at the end of the day just think of having a conversation with with a friend and just be relaxed and just say, Hey, look, you're having this pain. This is, you know, this is what we're experiencing. These are results people are getting, we're fixing this. And if you want it fixed, there's my price. Mm, mm, mm.
0: I love that. So it makes it so simple. Here's what I've got. Here's what it'll do for you. Here's what to do next. If you're interested, some sort of risk reversal, if you can, you know, and just, and, and it's like anything you, you're you're never going to suck as much as the first time you do it, but I guarantee if you do it 100 times, you will be 10 times better than you were in the beginning. So Perfect. the best time to start was yesterday, the second best time to get started is today
1: absolutely love it and you know even though i was like the first in every webinar we've ever done we did sales which i've heard that people sometimes will go webinars to get zero um but uh you know at, at least in every single one even though i thought they were horrible sometimes i mean our conversion rates were horrible in the beginning i think the uh, the very first webinar we did to like our own list i think we did like i don't know five percent conversion on mm-hmm. that which is like horrid the worst And then, you know, we did that that affiliate webinar with that guy. I don't remember what the conversion rate was. It was so long ago. It wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. You know, considering I just got the the slides five minutes prior, I think it was fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And it's better than the one that you didn't do. It's way better than the webinar that you didn't do.
1: Exactly. If I had just been like, you know, forget this webinar. I don't have any slides. What's what's 30 times 297? Let me just do this calculation. Three this times is-
0: two is six. Three times three is nine. So that's like nine grand.
1: So we did like nine grand. So it 4,500 bucks that I would not have had if I had just been like, forget it. This is too difficult. Right? I, I don't know. So I'm done.
0: <laughs> right? I agree. So
1: do it. Just go ahead and do it. Even yeah. if you fail, at least you freaking did it. Now you know what to fix next.
0: Yep. Yep. I think that's a fantastic point. I definitely, definitely, definitely agree with you there. Now, do you have to do a webinar? If there's anyone that's hesitant to that, is there a way to do it with a sales page or something? Is and if if yes, how do you like how do you do it that way? I guess that's my question. I
1: mean, uh, there is. I am. I will tell you upfront. Uh, I am not an expert of doing this with a sales page. But if you're if you have a, a lower ticket item, you know, if you're in the, on the seven to. $50 or $100 mark. I mean, you can absolutely do it on a sales page. Just have a nice video that explains, you know, everything that we just talked about, but it's not super long because people are not going to watch a super long video. I mean, I don't even know what the max is to cut it off at. I know there's people that are way more expert than me at this. Um, we don't typically sell that way. We sell via webinars. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can certainly do it that way. I'm just not an expert in that.
0: Mm, mm got it. Okay. So, all right. You can sell with a sales page. It's kind of the same thing. In fact, some people, uh, they tend to like to use sort of what would be the outline of their presentation and put that on the page itself. So I know for some people, that's something that they've kind of claimed, like <clears throat> before you make a video or a webinar, and there's a lot of different ways to do things. So it's not like this is the way to do it, but I have heard of people that they'll come up with the sales page first, and then they'll make a webinar or a video out of that after they've tested it. Cause they've got the headline. I mean, it just becomes a script you hear about that all the time they did that with sales letters and they would turn them into radio ads or they would turn them into tv ads and they would start with the the words and the script and they would just basically let people see the script because it's so much easier to put the script you know with a couple of graphics into an envelope and mail it to some people than to pay all the expenses of having a tv production that's television this isn't now we're in a new age you know you put on your phone and you know your laptop and you're live um, but back in those days that's how they would do it they would actually test the script first and then roll out so if anyone's nervous about hopping on a webinar first if you're scared of stepping forward you can try testing that way it will be tough if you have a high price product i think jamina made a great point <clears throat> if it's like fifty dollars or less you're you know you might be it'll be easier to get away with and generally when you're in the testing phase you want to try to make the price as low as possible so it's price resistance is the last objective because often in people's, uh, I've done this, I've done this a ton of times, but often it's just, you're not clear or succinct or articulate in what you're saying to people. So it helps if you reverse engineer it that way, where you, you know, you, if the product's going to be 50 bucks, if you can sell it for seven or nine, so that way, price is not what's going to be the barrier that way. The barrier is people don't scroll all the way to the price. People abandon, you know what I mean? Like that way, because you need conversions to know whether it works or not. And so you reduce it to the ridiculous, you get some bunch of people in there, and now you've got sort of a beginning following and now, you know, <clears throat> you get everything ironed out. You can split test more. You kind of know, and it depends where you're at. Like you mentioned, Jamina, financially, if you can invest that money or not. Um, but that's just a bit of a tip for some people. So. You, know, you
1: might want to also just look at the products in JVZoo. Like the JVZoo marketplace is a lot of low-end, low-ticket low products. Now, we do our launches on JVZoo as well. Um, you know, we charge higher, but we usually, you know, when we do a launch, we connect with a bunch of affiliates and we do private webinars. Um, and then you know, people go to the sales page. But on JVZoo, you'll find a ton of products where literally all, all people are doing is they're, they're recruiting affiliates to go to, your, to send their email list to your sales page, and people are buying products just off your page for, you know, seven to $47 and it works like, like,
0: Mm. like mad. mm. So, all right. So we talked about how to come up with something that you could sell as a programmer course or a membership site. Uh, I branched it briefly in the intro, but it doesn't even have to be a course that you're going to sell to other people. Actually uh, an online course could be for training your staff and employees. It could be for onboarding affiliates. It could be as a preliminary for, for people prior to using your product or service, like a homework. Say you've got a live event, you know, this is the homework you want to do before you get to the event. It can be something that you do for uh, helping people who consume your product, how to make sure they consume it better. Hey, you know, now that you've got your, your, your amazing gizmo one, two, three. Here's how you get the best results out of it. 101, 102. It's a way to build a community, engage your customers. There's a lot of different ways to use any sort of course or curriculum or membership program. So we talked about what to make a course out of, kind of how to structure it. What are some of the retention methods? You mentioned a leaderboard, all that stuff. Like how to, what keeps people in a membership program?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing is, like I was saying, you know, our most successful member, he uses our gamification features uh, really well, mm. where basically, you know, in order to get to the next lesson, you know, you have to take the action of what you just learned. I mean, that, that's that's going, you know, this is if you have, you know, a higher end program, you're going to be checking people's, what they're doing. I mean, he's got a staff of people now that checks the, um, the goals that come in see if they completed it correctly and then they reject or approve them based on that then then move them on to the next level. But it's you know, it you don't even have to be that that crazy about it. You could just, you know, give people a goal of like, okay, tell me what you learned from this video. And then they'll have a comment. Now they commented on, on the course. And now everybody else that bought the course can see the comments. And so that engages, that shows that there's other people, you know, doing this, taking action, that they're having success. And that really engages the members when they see that interaction inside of the course itself.
0: Mm, mm, mm. That's powerful so where do you see people most getting tripped up like you guys have a few hundred members and they're got of all different levels and experiences uh or i should say all different experience levels where a few do you,
1: hundred, you have a few
0: thousand. Oh, sorry sorry you've got a few thousand people already signed up with your program so where do you see like people tend to get tripped up are there milestones or hurdles that people have in their membership program
1: are you talking about the the people going through the training or the people building the training?
0: Well, the people building that, well, maybe we could talk about both. But I mean, for for people that are trying to get their course up and running and profitable and make enough money, you know, to pay the bills and to get this going, are there sort of milestones of accomplishments? Is there like a, a growth phase people go through? Are there main problems? That, first, the biggest problem is this, the second biggest problem? biggest pro-
1: problem that I've seen, and, and this is what I experienced, like I know my stuff. I can create a video and talk about it and it's done. It's fine. The biggest problem for me personally was the tech and the marketing. Mm. Those are those are always the, everybody's biggest problems. The tech and the marketing. How do I put this? How do I build this? Make it nice and not spend a fortune. That's a key one. Mm-hmm. you will if you can make it nice, but you will spend a fortune if you don't know what you're doing or you're hiring people to build it out or you know, uh, taping a bunch of softwares together to to get it done. That's one, and then. Once it's done, like, how do you sell it? Like, what do I say? Like what, how do I write my emails? Now you got to go out and learn all this other stuff. How do I build a funnel? How do I build an email, like uh, an email sequence? Now, you, now you're doing a whole other thing that you weren't even trying to do just to sell your, you know, how to paint a car course.
0: Right. Of thing. Right, 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 right. So it's the marketing and the tech. So ever lesson takes care of the tech. Uh, it helps with the marketing. And so it's really just about pushing the traffic.
1: Yeah. I mean, with the system we built, we've made it easy for you to get started. Um, so basically, you can create your course, and then you can create your funnel. It pre-writes your emails and does all this kind of stuff, too. And, and we teach our members, too, a lot about marketing because um, we know that that's a big, big trip up. I mean, we have the tech handled. The marketing is the other part, so we've built in features for that. And then we also have you know live trainings every week in our group. Um, so we're really, you know, looking to pushing our members to be like the top guy that we have now granted he's made, you know, almost $2 million in three years. Um, but that's, that's just, that just goes to show the kind of income and the kind of uh, business you can have if you really take this seriously.
0: Mm, 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 mm. So do you notice any similarities? You talked about your top guy, but when you look at the top handful of people, is there something that they're all doing in common? I I don't know if that's too vague, but I'm just kind of. If we were to take a look at the top 20% of your members, is there any habits or, you know what I mean?
1: Um, Yeah. For the most part, they don't just have one course. They have multiple courses over time. Um, uh, it's not a low ticket product. It's at least, you know, over $300. Um, and they are using, you know, the gamification features and something we didn't even talk about is monetization. So when you create a course, you also want to cross promote your other courses inside that course as well. So that increases sales. Um, you know, if people like what you're what you're teaching them. They want to know what else you have, and what better place to show them than in the place where they're learning? I mean, you're not going to be over overly salesy about it, but just having a banner and a link that's clearly visible, um, you know, is is a, is a great thing to do just inside your course.
0: Mm, mm, uh-huh. mm. I think that's fantastic. So, all right. So having multiple things to sell someone, which gives you multiple points of entry, but also it helps increase your lifetime customer value. So for people listening to this, that's you know, the amount of money you make. So you are in the arithmetic business, right? When you have a business, you have to think of whatever you're doing to fulfill and make customers happy. That's the black box. If you're a dentist, that office that you have, people come in crying and in pain on one end, they leave happy, smiling, pain-free on the other. If you're a mechanic, the cars you know are being towed in or pushed in, you know, busted up on one end and they leave driving smooth, you know, energy efficient, all that on the other side. So whatever your business does, that has to be considered as a black box that just works this magic thing, you know, and solves the problem. <clears throat> and then on the other side is the math of it. How do I get people in it? So it's like we talked um well at the beginning actually this was before we hit record. Like business where there's pain there is payment. So a business solves pain for people. That's a real business solves a pain point. People do pay money for entertainment, but uh, you know, if the economy goes, gets tanked, those tend to be the first things that, that die off, right? Those are the first parts Mm -hmm. of the vine that shrivel and fall. So you want to make sure that you're focused on something that solves a real pain point for someone, a problem. And so By having uh, the lifetime customer value up, it's like if if your product cures arthritis, you owe it to the world. Not only will it make you rich, but to go and seek out everybody who suffers from arthritis and cure them of that problem, solve that pain for them. That's going to cost money. Even if you do SEO, even if you're doing affiliates, you're still going to pay somehow, whether it's someone's time and you're paying a staff employee or it's your own, or you're going to pay in advertising. So how much does it cost you? to find and convince and recruit those people to go through your black box and how much do you make at the end of it and so that's called lifetime customer value and the more you uh, the higher your lifetime customer value the more you can afford to spend in seeking out finding and recruiting more people and so that's where you want to take a look at that so multiple courses you mentioned the programs over $300 which i think is Yeah famous. and
1: and and the way you can oh, a really easy way to to sell your courses too is you know, let's say you put together a course with some five videos or ten videos. It could even be a compilation that you found somewhere, and you know, a, on a topic. Mm-hmm. And you give that away for free. You say, hey, s- join my top ten videos on, you know, how to cook a dessert, mm-hmm. lava, whatever, you know. Uh, so you, you make the, the the course and then inside that course, now you've got the banners and you've got the the, the marketing in there. Uh, for your paid courses if they want additional information. So you give them a little bit to to show them that what you have is quality, to show them that what you want they like. If they want more, now they got to pay for it. And it's all just inside of this nice packaging. And because of this packaging, now you can charge more.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Love it. Love it. So you give them a free trial, let them get their feet wet, get a taste, be comfortable with it and excited about it. And then, you know, and then, hey, if you want more, hey, if you like the slice, you can have a whole cake. Hey, if you like the sample of ice cream, you can get, you know, a bucket for five bucks or two buckets for what, for seven. Yeah, okay. Perfect. So then we talked about price points. So that's helps with lifetime customer value gamification. That means it's a way to engage people. So keeping them engaged, building some sort of community, giving them goals, interacting with them, making it fun. It's all part of just making the product better, right? It's not here's a box, thanks, see you later. That there's some sort of accountability that people are held to to achieve milestones. That There's some sort of interaction with other people, some way that they're rewarded and acknowledged. Because people crave recognition more than money. So if you recognize them and the progress that they're making and the effort they're doing, they're likely to stick to it longer. And then uh, well, we were talking about cross promotion, so I guess that's that's really kind of it in a nutshell from kind of beginning to end. So these people, like you said, they've got a course over 300 bucks, they use the gamification tools, they've got multiple courses, some they give away for free, some they charge more, they cross promote. um, And they're all promoting it via webinar. Are they all using JVs? Are they using paid ads?
1: Uh, there is a combination of the two.
0: Got it. Okay. It's a combination yeah, it's of
1: two.
0: JVs and paid ads are what really get them up and going. What kind of content are they giving in the courses? Do you want a course, like you said, like five or 10 videos? Do you want five or 10, 30 minute videos? Do you want like.
1: The video has to be under 10 minutes. Do not make videos over 10 minutes. Mm. I mean, 10 minutes is already like pushing it. Got it. You want to slice that up into, you know smaller segments that people can consume easily
0: got it now but you have someone that shows up for a webinar that's like an hour long isn't it or do you see people having success with shorter webinars
1: Our we, we tend to be a little long-winded we're usually at the hour mark hour and a half uh you know for our products and it also depends on gauge the the audiences that we have mm-hmm. they're asking kind of questions we'll stay there until they're done um so it's not uncommon that we do a three hour webinar but that's you know that's depending on what's what's going on (laughs) um (laughs) i'd rather not do that but hey if the the energy is there but um once you once they get into the course um you know it's just it's just the best practice to make your videos you know anywhere from five to ten minutes
0: got it you want to
1: have enough substance in that they learn something but you don't want to do this long thing it just it overwhelms people
0: right 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 okay um so short bite size consumable videos, anything else? Did, do they have to have it in multiple formats? It sounds like it's pretty simple. Like with my iPhone, I could just get signed up and kind of create an opt-in page and get a webinar together. And if I get some people to promote for me, you know, I can just drive some traffic and be like, hey guys, here's what I got. Here's what we'll do for you. Here's what to do next and go from there. Is that accurate?
1: Um, I mean, yeah. As far, as far as your videos, I mean, you can host them anywhere. Amazon S3, YouTube, Vimeo, all of that. I just want to place them somewhere, add them into a, a protected membership sites, um, and then go out and sell it.
0: So what do you see is the future of the membership industry, like membership sites? It's, of course membership. It's,
1: it's, it's ridiculous. It's, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of people jumping into the marketplace, uh, you know, because they see where this is going. I forgot if it was Forbes, or I forgot the exact publication that said this, that, um, E-learning is going to be a $260 billion market by 2020. It's going to be, I think, 360 in another 10 years or something like that. Um, I mean, so the stats are big. That's why you see large acquisitions, like when LinkedIn purchased uh, Lynda for over a billion dollars. Um, you know, there, there's some big moves happening in the market. You've got you know, giants out there like Udemy and, um, and, and other places like that. Um, Masterclass, they've got all the celebrities. So, um, you know, the industry is growing at the end of the day. People want to learn how to better themselves. They want to attain new skills. They don't necessarily want to go to spend $40,000 a year on a college. They can do this in their home from their underwear. Like it's, you know, it's way easier, way cheaper.
0: Mm-hmm. And they can see
1: the skills that they're looking to get.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds fantastic. So um, now what about automated webinars? Is that something that you guys are having success with? Is it something you encourage members to do?
1: I encourage members to do that once you've done a webinar enough to where you've got it to the point where it converts. Then Mm -hmm. you want to turn that into a recording and you want to be running that thing as much as possible. And that was just a matter of scaling.
0: Right, right, right. So for the people that are listening, this is a really foundational principle so the tech typically in a lot of companies the biggest problem is scaling sales if you have money coming in you can pay for consultants you can pay a different vendor you can get a different supplier you can refund money you can do a lot if you've got money coming in to help like solve problems but if you're not getting the money in that's where things get choked up and where you know you start hitting walls. So one of the ways to balance that is, and so, sorry, one of the reasons why that's a challenge is scaling sales is difficult. Typically, there's one or two or a handful of people that know how to sell the product or service, but it's tough to get that. I mean, if sales were easier, more people would have successful businesses. So when you have a webinar or a sales letter, that's part of where that stuff developed because if you have a sales letter, it's the same all day, every day. It doesn't change at all. If you've got, you know, and that's where you want to sell one to many before it was sales letters and speaking from stages were the number one ways to have like to have a large volume business, you get on a stage in front of an audience of a 50, 100, 300, 500, 1000, few thousand people give your presentation, make your pitch collect a whack of money. You have a sales letter. It might not convert as well as it would if you were talking to someone face-to-face, but you can mail a hundred thousand letters, right? You can't talk to a hundred thousand prospects. So with a webinar, it's the same thing. You can have as many people on that webinar as you can get to sign up. It really comes down to the arithmetic of it. How much does it cost to get someone to sign up for it, right? How much money do you make per registrant? What's the net output? I and mean, then if you can, if you can um, automate it, now you have a recording of a proven sales presentation that will run it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It'll never get sick. It'll never get angry. It'll get, never get moody It'll never want a higher commission. It'll be the exact same every time, the same experience for everybody. And you can scale it up because that's where you take a lot of these big, like fortune 500 companies, you know, they have to train a sales force. People get moody. They've got, you know, they get pregnant or they're, they're watching vacations happen. Things happen. They say the wrong thing. There's variables. It's, it's winter, and I'm not feeling good, or I haven't been sleeping. But with a webinar recording, it's the same time every time. And if you catch yourself at concert pitch, you get the perfect one down. You have it recorded. Now that's what you put your best use to put your best foot forward. Ugh. That's what you use to put your best foot forward for all prospects. And then you can just scale that, like Jamini was saying. So I think there's a lot of nuggets in this. There's a lot of really juicy stuff. We're talking about Everlesson. Uh, Jamina's tool, of course, for helping membership sites. But this applies to almost any business. And, you know, it's tough to have a successful business in an industry where you're just doing one-off sales. You really need to have something that has recurring multiple, you know, back end in that. It's it's about being with the customer for life. And so any business would benefit, even a restaurant. A restaurant would benefit from a loyalty program, which is a membership program, which is about building a community. You know, so I just think that the the stuff we talked about today, it really applies to almost any business. I don't know how any business wouldn't benefit from either having training for staff and employees, some sort of onboarding for new customers, you know, like a membership program for like there's just I just don't know how it would be a negative thing to engage and provide more value and and just have people communicate and have them stair step and get that data, that feedback data, even if it's an onboarding, if people are buying your product and you have like an orientation, how to use my product course, I don't know how you would not benefit from being able to track how many people do or don't get through that program. You know, do people get stuck. Do people have a lot of questions about this thing? You know, are people using it for this purpose, not that? And, you know, like you wouldn't figure that out without tools like this. And to do it in a different day and age, a different time, even five years in the past, it would have just been so expensive. So. Absolutely. So, Jamina, if people are interested, or first, is there anything that I haven't asked you that I should have asked you?
1: Uh, no, I think we covered a lot tonight.
0: I think so, too. So if people are interested, where do they go to find out about more about Everlesson or just about your trainings that you have on how to grow and scale and launch a membership business? Yeah,
1: um, we have a very active Facebook group. So if you find us on Facebook, just type in Everlesson and you'll see our group. Join our group um, because you'll get the trainings that, that we do every week for free. We do a Monday Night Live uh, call with one of our members where we critique one of their courses and show them ways that they could be using our platform to increase their profits and better engage their their customers. Um, And then we also have our Wednesday Q&As where people can ask us questions uh, live about marketing, about course creation, uh, funnels, traffic, all that kind of stuff. Um, So if you just join the group, you'll you'll get a lot of free stuff as it is. And that's a a good starting point. Um, You can also always visit everlesson.com and check it out. Um, or you can also always connect with me on, uh, on LinkedIn. It's just Jimena Cortez and are, are you putting those links on, on this,
0: uh, yeah, but we should definitely make sure we say in the audio because, uh, we can't put links so much. Like we can put links on the website, but if people are on iTunes, you know, you, you like gotcha. it doesn't even show the whole title or, you know, so all that stuff. So check out everlesson.com, check out their Facebook page or Facebook group as well. Or you can look her up on Instagram, or sorry, on LinkedIn, and it Same, is yeah. J-I-M-E-N-A-C-O-R-T-E-S. You got it. There we go. I, I was. It wasn't because I didn't know. It's because I was trying to click back over to your bio to not sound like an idiot. But I, that's what I thought it was. That was just, okay. yeah, no one no sure. knows So there we go. All right. Well, Jameena, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this was a, a, a content-rich, power-packed interview. A lot of great stuff here applies to every business, whether you're new intermediate or you're advanced, I think there's something to take out of here. You may want to listen to it again. And I know that you already, like you mentioned, you have that powerful Facebook group. You already have webinars and stuff that you guys have up and running. You don't need to be here. So thank you for coming and sharing to help myself and my listeners. Thank
1: you so much for having us. For having me.
0: (laughs) You've reached the end of our interview. Now first let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give to them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them, and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact.